Okay, boys, take one. Dum 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 be be dum 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 be be dum 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 be be dum. Whoa 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 whoa. I love Put on your baggies and plastic fireman hats too. It's the Beach Boys Boys, the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group, hosted by your boys, Pete. Pete. Oh. Beach to it. Here's Got in, I snuck in there. You, you cut me off before I could finish PJ, so it just sounded like both of us <laughs> yeah. said Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Now you look the fool. I do look the fool. <laughs> You've made a fool of me, Peter, and I'll That's never right. forgive you. Mm-hmm. We might even end the podcast over we, it. We might. <laughs> it's possible. Um... How you doing, Pete? I'm doing okay, PJ. How yeah. are you? Oh, I'm doing. You're doing excellent. I'm doing, yeah. 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 Well, we're uh, not to put a to put a spoiler alert in this yeah. episode, but this is our final episode, PJ. This is our final episode. This is the finale of the Beach Boys Boys. Yeah. Um, um for various reasons. Mostly uh Peter is moving from sunny Anaheim mm-hmm. to Cold Beach. Cold Beach. Yeah. Well, it's it's actually it's right on the border between it, hot beach it's between and hot cold and beach. Cold. It's a it's yeah. a warm beach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up to uh, the old SF, San Francisco. Yeah, I totally California. forgot where you were moving. Yeah. <laughs> so that Frisco Bay, friend. Yeah, I was. I was what everyone calls it. Yeah. Down Put in on Frisco Bay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go sit on a dock of a bay. Who's OJ? Yeah, yeah. Sitting no, that was in L.A. Dock of O.J. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a dangerous dock, I hear. Yeah, I've, yeah. Yeah, waiters really shouldn't hang out over there. Really, no one should. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> no one at all. Waiters and blonde women, beware. So yeah, so this is our final episode, our and we're gonna be episode. we're gonna be wrapping up loose ends with the Beach Boys. Except um, not one loose end. That I'm a bit bitter about, Peter. Oh, which loose end? The Denny conspiracy theories loose end? No. <laughs> okay, which which loose end then? That's why God made the radio. Oh no, we'll 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 talk about that's why God made the radio. We've been waiting. So you know, listeners know that um, when we started this podcast, I was the the I'd been a fan of the Beach Boys for much longer. That is and accurate. And PJ, yeah. uh, you know, both was kind of a newer fan and also just didn't care about them. Yep. Uh, yep. But when we started, before we started recording, PJ said we have to cover That's Why God Made the Radio because mm-hmm. it's my favorite album of 2012. Album. Yeah. We started recording this in 2012. And, yeah. Didn't start releasing them till 2018. Yeah. But anyway, he said it's the the best album I've heard this year. And so we have to talk about it. And I said, we'll get there, I promise, in the last episode. And here we are. We're finally going to talk about PJ's favorite album, That's Why God Made the Radio. Um. <laughs> In all honesty, I did think that that's what we were going to talk about today. You and did think that. Peter yeah. has been so excited for me to listen to the Smile Sessions, and I did not yeah, listen there was to them because I listened to this album instead. Inherent to the Beach Boys boys uh, process a... is severe miscommunications. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so we might as well end on one. <laughs> it is quite quite literally the only time I didn't text you and ask you what album we were listening to today. Yeah, except the one time... 
we've done one other episode where you didn't listen to the album, the Friends episode. I knew which one we were listening to. Though. You just didn't have time. I just didn't have time. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So that's fair. Um, so Beach Boys. Uh, um, <laughs> I meant to say PJ and said Beach Boys and said. Yeah. I'm getting you confused with the band. And that's also not the first time that's happened. Yeah, that's true. We're doing a lot of our old bits on today's show. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, we're going to go over That's Why God Made the Radio. We're going to go over the Smile Sessions and Brian Wilson's Smile. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about the Beach Boys' career as a whole. Yeah. And what we've learned and what our thoughts are and after going through the entire discography and of an American rock and roll group. Maybe go back and change some of the ratings. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. That's a good idea. That's pretty fun. Come up with our our all time Beach Boys rating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we <laughs> could also order the albums, but there'd be a lot that would tie for last place. I think. Yeah, ordering the albums would be yeah, very hard, especially. Based I mean, on I think rating. if we go back and look through the ratings, it'll become pretty clear. Yeah. Because I don't think we overlap a, a ton in a way where it'd be pretty easy to overlap the albums, and you know, um, we're not even gonna do. Um, what maybe people would expect and like do our you know favorite beach boys tracks of all time or anything because as we've talked about uh on a recent episode we already did our best ofs from the early 60s and then the late 60s and early 70s and there wouldn't be there's after there's that. no songs yeah, yeah no. from the later 70s except all of love it would you. just be so, love you yeah and then for me like two off of uh 15 big ones yeah might make it on there mine so, would just be like if you want their best of from that listen to the a side of love you and then like a few of the b-sides sure yeah. yeah so um yeah so we're not even gonna go back and do that kind of shit but yeah. we'll we'll talk we'll we'll get a little retrospective in at the end yeah, yeah. And so who knows there might be more beach boys boys after this unofficially some unofficial some pj solo <laughs> solo podcast exactly yeah. yeah he'll just pop in to rant about songs that well, without me there to defend i think i've decided i'm gonna start doing hardcore drugs and then cool. um you know, really just kind of ruin my life and then a throw a bunch idea. of shit off my yacht, mm-hmm. mm. do my solo podcast. Yeah. We'll see where it goes from there. That's a pretty good idea. I think um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. It, it's very similar, actually, to how um, very soon I am um, going into the care of, of a doctor who's going to like live with yeah, me full time. Exactly. Um, part of the reason we're stopping the show is not only that I'm moving, but that the, my allowance I'm using to pay for the show is going to be going toward this doctor. Um, I believe his name was. Yeah. Eugene. Um, and so, yeah, there's some construction happening over at Disneyland right now. Uh, hammering away at, a. um, the the finding Nemo submarine thing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's changed rides actually now. I have no idea. I haven't, you know, PJ, in a sad bit of news, I haven't actually been to Disneyland in like maybe a few a few months. Yeah, and I, you know I have the we've been so busy pass, with this podcast, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. But Finding Nemo submarine voyage, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's still uh, it's still active. That's good. Okay, yeah, that's cool. You know, I'm actually too tall to fit on the submarine voyage. Usually, and we talked about this last episode. Usually, people. Yeah who are too short, like Al Jardine, mm. aren't allowed to ride most of the rides at theme parks like that. But the submarine voyage is the one that they have a height limit yeah. because the submarine is so small. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that the that the Disney was going to get the rights to the Beatles and then to mm-hmm. change it to the yellow submarine voyage. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. What would a Beach Boys theme park entail? <laughs> Brian Wilson's Jumping, wild uh, ride. Yeah. 
with a bunch it would basically be the winnie the pooh ride in terms of how like weird and psychedelic and scary it is but yeah. then with like smile sessions playing over the loudspeakers i have to imagine imagine every single ride at that park would be like that scene in Willy wonka that scared me as a child yeah yep yeah. Mm-hmm. i think that's pretty fair yeah um yeah and then there there would of course be a denny's yacht ride yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> where you could you could see him off the yeah. There'd be a scuba ride bow. where you go yeah. try to look for his bones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, his bones. Yeah, they recovered his body. I don't think they did. <laughs> okay, that's part of the conspiracy theory. Yeah. His body's still down there. They recovered some other body. They recovered the body Denny threw off his it, yacht yeah. a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that'd be pretty fun. I'd go to a Beach Boys theme park. <laughs> I'd go. I don't know if I'd enjoy it, but I'd yeah. go. Yeah, or I'd really enjoy it. It could go either way. Yeah, it if depends, any two depends on how well it was done. Can build a beach boys. If Bruce and Mike were in yeah. charge, it would suck. But yeah, yeah. I think if any two people can do it, it's us. We already yeah. live in yeah, sunny Anna, California. True, the home of theme parks. Yeah, that's where the that's where the original one started. Exactly, Mr. Disney himself. Mr. David Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Distant relation of David S. Pumpkins, I think. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. They, they share first name. names yeah. in their family, yeah. <laughs> um, they went for a whole Korean thing with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll check with Gene about whether I can get in on that um, yeah. on that theme park idea, but I'm, I'm going to guess no. Yeah. He's kind of pretty strict about who I hang out with and what I do, but it's yeah. for the better already because I've already lost 350 pounds. So, yeah. Yeah. I was at 375. Yeah. <laughs> and... I'm looking better now, yeah, yeah, honestly. You are. Yeah. yeah, thin as a rail, pretty literally, but in a way where I just feel good every morning, mm-hmm. rolling out of bed, straight onto the floor, and then without enough muscle mass to actually get up off yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah, it feels great. Yeah. So I'm in a good spot, I think. You look like the cinnamon stick from the Apple Jacks commercials. Yeah, yeah. that seems right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I knew. And I, I look like the Apple. Apple Jack. Are Apple Jacks still around? I do yeah. remember those commercials fondly from when my yeah, grandchildren were watching me, cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> in the early two thousands. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if the commercials are still around. They're certainly still but Apple the, Jacks. Yeah, they're at the which, at the grocery store. In my opinion, are just uh, shitty Fruit Loops. In your opinion? Yeah. yeah. It's not an official branding. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Apple Jacks for when your parents are strict. Yeah. Hmm. Shitty Fruit Loops. Wait, so are they less sugary? Is that why your parents would get them? They just taste like Fruit apples Loops? and cinnamon instead of delicious, delicious Fruit Loops. Gotcha. Yeah, I see. Cheerios oh. are even shittier Fruit Loops. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's no fruit or sugar happening at exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. Honey what Nut about, Cheerios. Aren't there? Yeah. Aren't there Pretty like good. berry Cheerios? Yeah, they're making all sorts of fucking Cheerios now. <laughs> I think they did like a long time ago yeah welcome to the I cereal think most podcast of the, i think most of the cheerio flavors are pretty old yeah if we want to talk about cheerio or uh cereals though uh i think we got to go with uh oh what are they called not honeyos the graham cracker ones what are those called they're oh, one of the ones that come yeah. in the bag not in the box yeah um, yeah those are they're the mal- malto meal yeah yeah, yeah. yeah honey those grams. ones are good my favorite cereal of all time or cinnamon toast crunches up there cinnamon sure. toast crunch is great so my favorite malto meal is the generic brand that comes in the big bags okay yeah um are they the ones that are like graham crackery though some yes yeah, okay um gotcha but oh that's the no, brand that, the, i see the brand I see. yeah but um they had a cereal that is now discontinued called blueberry muffin tops and <laughs> very, i see why very funny name but it was the best yeah. cereal ever. It doesn't was, work in 2019. No. Yeah. <laughs> they got me too Yeah. They got Weinstein. 
Um, it's funny how no one ever talks about the foods that get me yeah. too. <laughs> Tostino's deep dish microwave pizzas also got me too. Um, yeah, but uh, they kept splattering all over people's faces without them. Exactly. <laughs> with no consent. Um. Anyway, Multimeal. they were like, uh, they were like, oh, the blueberry muffin tops. Yeah, they were, they were, they were like, uh, cinnamon toast crunch, but instead of cinnamon flavor, it was like blueberry flavored with like just a little bit of sugar on the outside. It was yeah. so good. That sounds pretty tasty. And also, Smart Start Healthy Heart is my favorite cereal that's wow. still existing. Yeah, it's that's a good great. Cereal. And that's why your heart's so healthy. Exactly. That's why your ticker still ticking along. That's why I could that's what uh, they say. beat up a man half my age. Still. Yeah, and you have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I do on a daily basis. Yeah, PJ, you have that court date coming up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's okay. I mean, there shouldn't be kids hanging out by the bike racks if they don't want to fucking fight. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. If you're still out there in your leather jacket and grease back hair, exactly. looking for a fight. Yeah, fair. I say after totally school, fair. if you hang out by the bike racks, that means you're looking for a fight, little mm-hmm. girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I um. I still get a lot of weird looks when I go down to the beach in my Woody with my yeah. 20-foot-long surfboard with no... Um, <laughs> I don't know enough... Uh, see, and this is before my time. Whatever mm. the thing is called that's on the bottom of the surfboard, <laughs> the little... A fin? Fin, yeah. yeah. Um, that and then no ankle strap either because I'm yeah. so old school. I, you know, I do as the Hawaiians did because um, I'm, an, I'm an OG surfer. As you just say. have a 20-foot 2x4. <laughs> essentially uh, essentially yeah. yes it has been rounded around, has around shaped, the edges yeah, a little bit you know um i did eventually end up uh finishing it and waxing it because i kept getting splinters in my toes of course um and then i heard be good to your feet and i was like oh my god yeah. you're talking to me i know what i need to do that now yeah that yeah, was very high that night yeah um of course so i go down there in my woody you know uh and then i start making fun of guys you know, because they're riding, they're riding these newfangled plastic surfboards, plastic and I'm like, "What is that? A recycled surfboard? And they're what are short. you, Bill Gates, making things out of plastic?" And you know, they think nice. it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but also, I have to say, they're all still better surfers than me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're so skinny and frail, you just kind of float away into the wind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. It used to. It actually used to. I really can't find the happy medium because I used to just sink. Yeah. <laughs> my board was, even at its size and weight, was yeah. not big enough for my body. And now I'm so light that I am basically the sail in a parasailing yeah. or a, a surf sailing uh, you know, unit, but there's no person to hold on to me. Yeah. So maybe if you had it's a, pretty unfortunate. I mean, I know you refuse, but maybe if you had an ankle strap, it would. No, see, I just don't do, you know, I stopped my surfing, my, my surfing technology. You're surfing, yeah. Yeah, stopped in 1963. Of and course. And so anything that came after that, to me, it's not surfing anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel about my skateboarding career. I just mm-hmm. uh, pretty much tacked a few uh, roller skates into a two by four. And that's fair. All that good. It's got. It's I just got bought a scooter and it. kicked the front off. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> handlebars. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. I should have done that. Yeah, that's all right. So here, that's how I hear it was invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And to me, the craziest part of that, and the thing that people don't remember, I was alive then, but the thing yeah. that people don't remember, scooters used to have four wheels, yeah. <laughs> which seems like a bullshit scooter, and it was. Yeah. It was really boring to ride. You couldn't turn. <laughs> there was basically no reason for it to have four wheels. Absolutely zero. Yeah. And a big so box it, on the it front. It actually, it was, some guy got so fucking pissed at a shitty scooter that wouldn't ride well, he just hit the handlebars off with his hand one day, and then... One of his buddies went, bro, bro, hey. bro, 
We got something here. And that man, Tony Hawk. That other man, Flying Tomato himself. Mr. Sean White. White. I had never heard of Flying Tomato before. (laughs) Yeah, he's called the Flying Tomato because of his uh, red pubes. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's He's got a big old fire crotch down there. Yeah, that's right. That was his alternate name, but then they decided it wasn't safe for TV, so instead they'd always just say, the Flying Tomato named after his hairy red ball sack that looks like a clump of tomatoes on the vine. Which, for some reason, NBC was fine with. They loved that. Yeah. It was just it was just fire, fire crotch, crotch got vetoed. They, yeah. Yeah. they were so going to get me too. It's, a, it's pretty interesting. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, PJ, do you want to... You were thinking for our final episode, it'd be fun to go through some Beach Boys cover songs, cover yeah. versions of Beach Boys songs, which... I think is a pretty good idea i've got uh the um the video media application youtube pulled up yeah um where we could we could listen to some of these but i first I, of all well yeah you, you you go ahead give me your thoughts on why you wanted to do some beach boys cover songs so i feel like we have said if there was different production on some songs it would maybe be better that's a and, good point and that got yeah. me to thinking like some of their 80s 70s stuff yeah yeah or even some of the 60s stuff that's true some of it was a little too lo-fi yeah. for your taste yeah and and there is one song that made me think of it in particular it's not mm-hmm. better than the beach boys cover or like the beach boys version yeah. but it is a very good song still mm-hmm. um and then there were others that i was just like i think that might be a better song interesting yeah I am of the opinion that even for songs that I'm not a big fan of, cover versions are stupid. <laughs> See, I, I, but I, you I listen could to a probably, bunch of covers you probably don't even. I know could probably covers. count on one hand. That's true, but Barbara they're almost Ann. always like not great songs. If that makes sense. Well, I like think... I feel like with certain albums, if you listen to it and then learn later, there's a cover. I do honestly feel like that's usually a song where I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that one much anyway, so that makes sense. But like, you like the song Barbara Ann. Well, that's true. Yeah, and that's, that's a cover. cover. Yeah. I just think there's a, a lot point. of covers that people don't. In the original Barbara Ann song. Yeah. That's very true, but yeah. as a general rule, I'm not a big fan of cover versions, especially cover versions by artists where the original is good enough that you're, like, if you're adding something to the cover, with Barbara Ann, for example, yes. it was like a slow, dirgy doo-wop song yeah. in a way where like making it just like an upbeat party tune really like yeah. made it interesting. But the idea of doing like the same people song. do like Springsteen covers where then it's just like a they slow picked out song on an acoustic of, guitar yeah, yeah. where it's like that's not you're not making it more interesting in this See, way. My thing is like Weezer when they did, did their cover of... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Africa by Toto. It well, sounds just exactly see, the same. And then that's the other terrible cover thing when that people just, do is just doing the exact yeah, same thing. But yeah. with a different singer, essentially. I think it's literally note for note, I their version of it's, Africa. It's so... Like, it's very bad. Just listen to Toto's version if you like that song. it's much better. It's yeah. much better. Um, and so I didn't know you thought that about cover songs, but I thought it would be... You have a pretty cynical view of them all in all, yeah. but, but I'm excited to hear some Beach Boys covers because I, I really honestly don't know that I've ever heard any. Yeah, because I don't seek them out. And I, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I just kind of okay. heard yeah. them. In, uh, well, what was the one that started all this? The first one, the first one I ever heard that I really enjoyed. Uh, it is not better than the Beach Boys version. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a very good song. It's called "It's God Only Knows" by uh, Junior Junior is the band, formerly called Dale Earnhardt Junior Junior, and then oh, they got sued, okay. so they they just changed it to Junior Junior. Oh, I see. Jrjr. Yeah. You wanna you wanna listen to yeah. a little bit of this? And I just really, I like the instrumentals on it. 
I think what I think is interesting about this is it's um, almost as beautiful as the original, but no piano. It's all yeah. guitar, which is yeah. like, well, and then it. I like that part too. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's like it's interesting. It it it's not exactly the same, which I like. Yeah. But it's not like they were like, let's do a jazz cover of it. Let's right. make it sound yeah. like it's from the forties, you know. Yeah. But and it's not it's good, just an acoustic cover. It's like they put time into it. Obviously, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. To my mind, this really just like highlights how good that song is. That with like none of the. vocals and and production or like with just single vocal a single vocal track and then totally different production it's still like an amazing song oh it's and even with the weird uh post-chorus kind of interlude like it still works yeah so yeah that's Um, pretty cool i like the electronic flourishes kind of on here and then yeah it has like a little it's pretty cool uh, yeah yeah i really like that one yeah um and, and there's not a lot of Beach Boys covers I like. I listened to a playlist the other day after yeah. I thought about this, and almost none of them were good. Yeah. There's like three that I enjoyed. This yeah. wasn't on this. This was on that playlist. This was one I found on my own somehow. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then cool. I like that one. The next one. By Junior Junior. J.R. J.R. Yeah. You might hate it, or you might like it more than the Beach Boys. Mm. Oh. It is Yola Tango, oh. and it is Little Honda. Oh, man. Yeah, will this make me appreciate the Beach Boys version? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's... Possibly. I... Oh. oh, oops. A little bit of loading lag there. Well, I already like it better, but yeah. we'll see if I actually like it better. <laughs> when did this come out? A few years ago. Uh, it sounds very 90s to me like this yeah I mean obviously I don't think anyone would argue with that but it sounds like it came out in like 94 I really like it sounds like if 94 Weezer covered (laughs) except I don't know what that means it actually makes me want to hear that because they were very kind of grungy but like poppy in the early 90s in a way where like this guitar tone sounds like yeah I really like I like it in general but I wish at least even during the chorus the vocals like got kind of peppier or something yeah or like but I like that guitar tone a lot and I like the driving garage rockiness of it yeah yeah I like I and that one started because I was looking up Little Honda because yeah. when I was in Nashville, one of my friends bought an album that was called Little Honda by the oh. by the Hondas or something, and Weird. it was all songs about either motorcycles or Hondas, Whoa. and they covered that song. Damn. Yeah. All right. 
Was that like paid for by Honda to like coincide with the release of a new motorcycle or something? That's I do wild. not think it had anything to do Weird. with Honda. Actually, what the hell? Um, but he gave it to his buddy who works on Hondas and yeah. like loves yeah, that's the fun. Beach Boys and stuff. Cool. I I don't I don't hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then fun 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 by Joan Jack and the Joan Jet and the Blackhearts. Oh, okay. This one is the one I like the least. But did they record this? Weren't they one of the bands that had recorded in Brother Records? Maybe. Yeah, let's see. Man, that construction yeah. is just going crazy. I kind of already like it. 1986. I mean, they're just like tearing into that. Yeah. I like that. I think it just sounds so much better with a woman singing it. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to disparage Joan Jett at all, but this kind of would have been awesome if it was a um, a runaway song. Yeah. I feel like, what's her name? Candy something? Uh, Cherry. Oh, what's her name? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she would have been. I would have liked yeah. her lead vocal on this. Yeah. And like, their like, punkiness would have been a little more fun than like, you know, this is like good classic rock, but yeah. yeah. This makes me want to hear a Runaways version, though, because yeah. that would have been fucking That would have been really cool. Yeah. But I like this. Yeah, this yeah, is good, man. Yeah, good, yeah. And Fun Fun Fun's not any uh, untouchable classic for me, so no. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, Fun Fun it's Fun cool. for both of us, I think, it was just like a, yeah, this is just kind of a shitty Beach Boys song. Yeah. I mean, it's a good song. Like, it's catchy, and it's it is, a fun tune. I will, and it the, is a fun song. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know. And it's fun in this way, too. Yeah. So. Um, and then there's one more. I don't remember if I liked it, but I just mm, saw okay. it on the list. Yeah. I don't remember listening to it, so let's let's listen to what yeah. maybe an average one sounds like. It's Caroline No by They Might Be Giants. Ooh. Ooh. Right? It could be very good. This could good, go either way. Could, yeah, because I like They Might Be Giants. They're but, very hit or miss for me yeah. personally. but. Uh, well, that yeah, I think that's not – and it's yeah. Caroline No. I mean, no, that's kind of their so. whole thing, though, is they just swerve between – so this one was not on my official list. I just want to see if we'll like it. He does sound like Brian Wilson. A little bit. So for me, so far, I like it's the like the mogi synth yeah. in the back. Oh no, that yeah, it's okay. Like a tuba, I thought yeah. that was a synth at first. I think it is an interesting cover, but between this and the original, I think I would just pick the original every time. Yeah, yeah. it is But it's good, though. It's not bad. I'm interested to hear how he handles the falsetto. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's going to hit it. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I really like the backing track. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of his vocal take, but that's, the backing track is really good. I, think I like the instrumentation in it yeah, a lot. I think I have the exact it's opinion cool. on it. And like the little, I don't know what the like drum sound is, whether it's a drum machine or what, but the like kind of boxy. Yeah. I think it is a drum machine and then an actual tambourine, which yeah. is funny. And it yeah. sounds really, it's cool. No, I like, I, I like the backing on it it's a lot. Fun. I think you're, you hit it right on the head with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. PJ just spotted out the window down here in Anaheim. Someone practicing their cross-country skiing, but it hasn't snowed because yeah, we're, we're in Anaheim. 
So they must have a winter home or something, but they're practicing on skis with wheels. And yeah. It's a very odd sight seeing someone rolling down pavement on cross-country skis with their poles. They are very in the way of a car that was trying to get behind them as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to do... Let's see. Let's do a couple others. A couple other covers? Yeah. I found... Uh, got a little little list here from Paste Magazine that looked pretty interesting. There's also a playlist on Spotify. Oh, Okay. You want um, to hear the Red Hot Chili Peppers I get around? Here's the thing. I did listen to this on the thing. Not good. It's not as bad as you're going to think. Like as It's just kind of normal. In your mind, you're like, it's going to be fucking terrible. It just yeah. sounds like the song. They, they do amazing harmonies. It's well, weird. Let's, let's, give give the, it let's give the Chili Peppers a listen. This is a live version. It's just very normal. It just sounds like a very, very good Beach Boys cover band. Exactly. Looking at you, <laughs> Do you think they ever perform naked with socks over their dicks? I think that's their whole thing. Oh, God. Okay, well, okay. now it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think I only listened to the first part. Yeah, it got bad then. Uh, let's see. Um, there was one of the ones that made me click on it was there was a Paul Simon cover that I was interested in. Huh, Reliant oh. K covered Sloop John B. Wow. Ooh, a better Sloop John B cover is by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. All right, let's try that one then. Even though I was a, uh, I grew up with Reliant K, man. They were a, they were an early Christian rock classic to my mind. We we've talked about Reliant K on the cast. Have we? We have. I, or no, we talked about some other Christian rock band. They're yeah. all they are. We've talked about a few because that all was the yeah. same to me. I have no Me idea. First and the Gimme Gimmies. That's yeah. a yeah. All right. They, this is a this band out. that does entirely punk covers of okay. uh, different so they're not any better than the people who do jazz covers of all classic songs they've been doing it since like the 90s though eh. Eh. are they the people who do that green acres song yeah. where it's like green acres but punk yeah yeah that's a good song actually yeah. <laughs> again this just to me highlights like the songwriting like it's good enough that it works in this way. Wait, wait, wait. This isn't. This is less of a a punk cover, and like it kind of is, but like the the covers they do, they're all punk musicians from other famous bands, and then they just mm-hmm. do stuff that. This sounds great. Like the yeah. guy who sings from, I think his name is Spike or something. Um, sure, he's that an sounds am- right. Amazing vocalist. So. They also did a live album called Live from, no, sorry, uh, uh, Ruin Johnny's Bar Mitzvah, and they did it at one of their manager's kids' bar mitzvahs, and it is Damn. the funniest live album I've ever heard. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, you've told me about this band, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I recognize that. All right. Solid. You want to hear, uh, let's see. Paul Simon? No, nah, let's do uh, David Bowie, God Only Knows, real quick. Ooh, I bet that's going to be good. It's going to be interesting. Oh, it's off tonight. Okay. That's a record I would see at the record store all the time and yeah. never picked up. If you should ever Ooh. You know what? I like the Junior Junior cover better. This isn't bad. This is very Bowie, it's very though. Bowie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a way where I he's one of my very favorite artists, but this like exact type of Bowie I do not love. Yeah. Where he's just like a weird crooner. Yeah. Or at least yeah, not my favorite. He sounds exactly like, yeah, like a weird, like a crooner with an eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, man. It, it's kind of schlocky. 
Anyway. Huh. But when I was trying right. to think of That's covers, solid. I couldn't think of any famous covers. No, I don't know that there are. There, like, usually no with famous ones. artists, there's almost always a cover. Um, By somebody who that makes it. Where, yeah. like, yeah, their cover is more famous than the original. Yeah. And I don't know that that exists. Yeah, I don't. For them. Um, okay. This uh, this is Rivers Cuomo, Don't Worry Baby. Oh. I off to his this. home recording sessions. Yeah, I listened to this. and I, I really like the Rivers Cuomo solo sessions, so we'll see. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of this. I like the style of these, but we'll see. To me, it's too similar to the original. I love that guitar tone, though. I do love this song. It's not any better, but I just really I do love this. I I love the uh, the style of the home recordings. Like the lo finess the the guitar tones, the drumming. The thing I and love his, about his lo- vocals, like triple tacked, are pretty yeah. fun. The the thing I love about uh, lo-fi recordings is the drums because they don't yeah. mic like every single drum. Right. They just put like a mic kind of far away from a drum set, which yeah. I've always I've always liked that sound better than like an actual. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much the same. So it's, yeah, uh, I guess we could maybe finish on this oh yeah so yeah. paul simon and the ramones oh yeah those are the two i wanted to do are they the paul simon um, with the ramones no okay. that would be that would yeah. be amazing now paul simon did um what is it i lost it here paul simon did surfer girl in a way where i have no idea what to expect nor do i <laughs> i feel like it's just going to be like on an acoustic guitar but we'll see he, it could be orchestral though as well apparently the first thing that pops up is him doing it at a Willie Nelson tribute? That doesn't make any sense. Fucking all right. Sure. It's him live, like in the... It's a Brian Wilson tribute. The person on YouTube is stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Just acoustic guitar. I'm confused where this is from. Yeah, this is already going to suck. And then the Ramones did Surf and Safari, which makes way too much sense, because they're just the Beach Boys but punk, so... Well, listen. I can already tell I hate this. Do you love me? Oh, come on, Paul Simon. Yeah, that, that does sound like Willie Nelson. All right, here we go. Yeah, this. Yeah, good. like this Ooh. is literally the genesis of every beach or every Ramones song. How is could, how could I forget though? Pause this. Um, the best cover that they do, that the Ramones do of mm-hmm. a Beach Boy song is Do You Want to Dance, which technically isn't a Beach Boy song, actually. Yeah. I mean, they were probably covering the Beach Boys version, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. But, yeah. I played a, I played the that version at a show one time. Yeah. That's maybe why I have very little problem with early Beach Boys, is because I also grew up pretty heavily listening to the Ramones. Yeah. And, like, I do like it was Ramones. one of those things where, like, at a formative age, I mean, I know this is an obvious thing to you know people but when i was like 13 i you know in my head was like oh shit they're just like the beach boys but a punk band yeah. like it's the same <laughs> songs yeah. in a way where like i think it made me appreciate both of them more a little bit to some degree yeah that's exactly what you expected to be yeah all right so and then we'll wrap up with um with another cover version of uh kokomo mm-hmm. by a little band called 
Here we go. Kokomo. This is them live at the uh, Sondheim Theater. Wearing matching white suits. Very spiffy. And there's people singing along, which maybe reflects how much like people wanted to hear this. Wyatt is a great singer. Yeah. They're all good singers. Yeah. Like the other guy's jumping in, and it's pretty good, too. Wait, is this Wyatt, or is it the other this guy? This isn't Wyatt currently. Oh, Wyatt so. was singing, though. Yeah. Okay. They're sharing, trading. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why it played bass. Yeah, he's like Brian Wilson. He's, yeah, he does. I he, think I think he, is, he does. The, you know, Wyatt is exactly like yeah. Brian Wilson. I think we can all agree yeah. on that. He does the Brian parts, and the other guy does the Mike gotcha. and Al parts. I okay. think. I think. We're already way too deep into this band. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> this is, I mean, arguably better than the. Beach oh, it's Boys definitely Coconut. better. Yeah. Because they're just doing it like a straight up like kind of rock song. Yeah. In a way it, that works it, much better than the weird, like yeah. soft pop yeah. version of it. And so, I do think I I would rather listen to this than yes actual. I still don't want it. Like if we went to on show, this is still the song we would take a bathroom break for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah, some good some good Beach Boys covers out there. Although, yeah. to my mind, none that uh you know are better than originals but which as you said like is yeah. kind of surprising because it feels like there's ripe opportunity ample opportunity for there's people a, to cover the beach boys a lot of those deep cuts i and think like could if you be, could just do yeah. it straight up but yeah with normal instrumentation or like non 80s yeah. production yeah, production exactly. or something like you yeah. could go a long way i mean and all of the covers are pretty much from like pet sounds or like an yeah, early exactly album. and like not to i feel like i'm about to sound like a musical asshole yeah. but don't if you you could you could pull shit off keeping the summer alive yeah. and like just play it like in a normal rock band so, and like it would be yeah. pretty good like yeah. it would be a cool I mean, Beach Boys cover. Why I think. take one of the songs from? It's like covering a Beatles song and yeah. people say never cover a Beatles song because you're not going to be as good. Don't. It's like don't but like take a song from Pet Sounds. Yeah, it, I did like God Only Knows by Junior Junior. However, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's solid, but then you're also doing the thing where you are covering like the most yeah. popular Beach Boys song of all time. Exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, pick a pick a different one. You That's know, it's like covering yesterday. Do like sail on sailor or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you wouldn't even have to change if you were like a rock band out no, there. No, you would just, just have to cover note for note, and because yeah. nobody's ever fucking heard sail yeah. on sailor. And actually, for people, this is a good tip for bands out there who are looking to cover the Beach Boys. Yeah, I would listen to that era where they have, um, where they have Blondie. Yeah. Um, and the other guy's name. <laughs> it's been two decades. Yeah. Hard to know. Um. And so, yeah, now it's going to kill me for Blondie the rest of the episode that I can't think of his name. Blondie Chaplin and... Man, if only one of us had a computer in front of us and could look it up. It's but so hard. No, there's no reason to do that. No, I don't... There's no way to know, PJ. I think that's what we can agree on. I believe that There's it, just yeah. no way to know. So, um, but like listen to that era and the way that... Um, they integrate their sound and like their vocals that are very non beach boysy into yeah. like a beach boy sound is like, that is a perfect approach to like, yeah. Like if you have yeah. like a funk band or something, you could totally cover the beach boys in an in interesting way. Like, yeah. and yeah, that's a good place. To and start nobody from, would so. be like, they're, they're ruining that beach boy song. Yeah. They'd just be like, Oh, that was a cool original, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Ricky Fatar. Thank you. Yeah. How, how do I forget Ricky? He went on to be in the germs or whatever that the flames. Fucking, no, the I'm thinking of the beach or the Beatles cover band that he was in. 
I didn't know about what this. What were they called? Did Something we talk like about that. this? No, I think we mentioned it just like after he left the band, he became the drummer in. Yeah, what were they called? Let's look Rain. It up. <laughs> yeah, right. No, the Rudels. That's what it is. The oh, Rudels. the Rudels. That's, yeah. that's the Monty Python. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever you say. Thing. Okay. Well, are we ready to get to the smile sessions? I think PJ? we're ready to get the smile sessions. And Peter, once again, I want to apologize for not having listened. And PJ, I appreciate the apology. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I do have some great thoughts to say about. Thank God for oh, the I'm radio. Oh, sh- I'm sure you do, man. I don't I'm know sure you do. Um, okay, so the Smile Sessions came out in 2011. Okay. Uh, in 2004, there was a version uh, that Brian Wilson released called Brian Wilson Presents Smile um, that were yeah. uh, members of uh, his... I think his touring band is what it was. Um, In 2004, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah it was this guy named, um, probably could have written down his name, but I'll just scroll all the way back through. Um, Darian Sahanaja um, was in Brian Wilson's touring band. Did you have to look up how that was pronounced? And was a huge, no, I'm just reading it. Okay. And uh, it might not be how it's pronounced at all, mm-hmm. but fuck you, Darian. Darian? <laughs> doesn't matter anyway was in brian's touring band and was a huge like i mean as probably everyone in their touring bands is now who's under the age of 90 uh was a huge beach boys fan oh yeah and so like apparently brian in the early 2000s started putting some smile tracks including like surfs up and ones that were already released but started putting some smile tracks into his live set Hmm. in a way where like people were like is he gonna finish it is he thinking about yeah and so this guy like asked him if he wanted to finish it and all that and so brian um said yeah but this guy like basically the agreement was that this guy kind of would do all the work because like brian wasn't up to like sitting at a digital or analog you Mm -hmm. know studio for hours and hours on end to put it together but helped him record it helped um like disassemble and do all the stuff using pro tools yeah um which was a far cry from literally cutting and pasting all the all the tape back in 67 um so and so put together kind of an approximation of it Mm -hmm. brian like he wasn't going for like this is smile it was more just this is at least in 2004 what i'm recording like and you know kind of based off of it he said um in interviews that it's kind of a it's a more like um it's a happier version of yeah. the original smile. And then also just without everything, um, which uh, there were like hundreds and hundreds of hours of stuff recorded for smile Yeah, in a way where like, yeah. I knew that. and it was, and it also was pretty literally unfinished. Like, I mean, even when we get to smile sessions, like that is, there's an official track list, but only in the way that it's like, that was the last official track list they had, but it was by no means the like, this is what we're trying to go to print with track list. It was just by the time the project was given up, this was the last one they were working on. Okay. In a way where like that's seen as the official one, but it's like, is in Brian's mind at the time, it was not close to done. That's kind of what I mean. Yeah. In a way where like there were a lot of snippets and fragments and other half songs out there where he probably would have tried to work them in or not. Or they would have cut stuff or added stuff to make yeah. it so sellable whatever, with, to the record company. Did, so for the Smile Sessions, did they take mm-hmm. stuff from Smiley Smile and the one that Brian put out in 2004? So for the Smile Sessions, um, 
And then they, also, which one does Brian consider the most? We'll, we'll get to all okay. of this. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so around 2010-ish, maybe 2009, I'm not sure exactly when they started working on it, but Capitol Records, who still owns that whole era of their yeah. discography, wanted for their 50th anniversary in, in 2011 to release a Smile Sessions um, box set. They were doing a few. I think they'd done the Pet Sounds box set in like yeah. 2009 or something. So um, they want to do a box set with all the outtakes and like I think pretty literally the biggest version of the box set that has like four to four or five discs might really like almost have everything they recorded yeah. at the time um, huh. in terms of just like it's like seven hours of recording. Yeah. Um, and there's an entire disc of good vibrations, like segments and different versions and <laughs> stuff. And then there's like a half disc of heroes and villains segments and stuff like that. Um, Heroes so, and Villains would be another good one to cover But nobody knows it Yeah, exactly And if you go off their live version from like 73 oh, That would be like so a pretty good. easy yeah. song to cover all in all yeah. You'd have to work some harmonies out But yeah. um, So they got three people to work on the compilation uh, Mark Lynette Who was Who did all the Beach Boys remasters Around the turn of the century in 2000 and 2001 Yeah uh, Alan Boyd Who was the archive manager for Brother Records Since the 80s Okay um, and then a guy named Dennis Wolf, who I think just worked for Capital and was like an engineer. Well, um, his name was Dennis, so he had to be a part of something yeah. Beach Boys related. Yeah, they it was either they flipped a, a coin between yeah. a Dennis Wolf and a Carl uh, Willett. Sure. <laughs> um, and they they got Denny. Yeah. They got Denny in there. So fuck you, Carl. I mean, Rest had, in peace, bitch. They had Dennis Wilson. They had Dennis Dragon, and now they got yeah. Dennis Wolf. That's true. He's an official member. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Let's see. Um, so they undertook sequencing and piecing it together. So they based it off of Brian's 2004 version in yeah. terms of the track list. Um, that makes sense. And But then went back, and it's only using original um, original recordings from 66 from and 67. Yeah. Um, yeah, with a couple exceptions, which we'll get to, but... Only like they weren't, you know, re-recording vocals or re-recording instruments or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and they would like pick off, they would like get into the tapes and like take out vocal tracks from certain sections and like splice them into a more finished version with an unfinished vocal, like mm -hmm. shit like that to put it together yeah. in terms of trying to piece together from the years they were recording it, like the, a finalized kind of sounding version of it. Yeah. Um, so they so they also they got brian's help yeah they showed him their like first draft basically and he made a bunch of suggestions and gave them notes and stuff and they went back and edited it a bit um so and then that was released in october of 2011 as they both they released a version that was just like the album and then a few outtakes and then they released the giant like five or six discs disc version let me you, see actually how much dick. it was yeah i know right the box set how many discs was it how many dicks was it too? Well, three. It's hard to know. Yeah. It was uh so the the super deluxe version was five CDs and then with the like regular just album on vinyl, which was two LPs. So yeah. So about five hours of music ish. Um probably more like six really to give it they probably stuffed the outtakes ones. Anyway. Yeah. So um let's see. So that came out. 
Brian was kind of he had like he was kind of uh, like non-committal on it weirdly. Mm-hmm. So he said, um, someone asked him if it was what he envisioned, like or remembered yeah. envisioning from '67, and his quote is somewhat, yeah, to some degree. It's not a far cry from what I thought it would be. Okay, which is like good, but also weirdly like, eh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so and he also said he didn't love that it was it had kind of some unfinished production on a few tracks, which is literally just because they were going with what yeah. they recorded at the time, which meant that a few of the tracks were unfinished. I think. Well, and he's unless like, he means I don't something like that else, it's unfinished, but, but he put out this smiley smile. Yeah, which seems all unfinished <laughs> to me. Well, I think it's more that it was literally just like he meant for Smiley Smile to sound that way, and in Smile, it's like, but this is a half-finished version. Okay, you know what I mean. He didn't mean yeah. for them to be like lo-fi on a few right. tracks, whereas with Smiley Smile, that's what he was going for. Um, so and it's kind of weird because Brian seems to kind of prefer his version of Smile, mm-hmm. but most fans go the other way and look at smile sessions as the true version because it was like the recordings from the time and you're not like it's not old man brian singing and stuff um so even though like the smile sessions have you listened to both uh i have not listened to both um but you swear by the smile sessions yeah because i'm not interested in hearing 65 year old brian sing in yeah. any capacity. I'll put on an episode after this one. Where and it's also, just my take on sure, you can do it because Smile Sessions is, in my opinion, good enough. I don't know why Z yeah, got another version of it. Fair. Especially when, again, Old Man Brian and yeah. not the rest of the Beach Boys. Part of, and yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll get into it when yeah. we talk about Smile Sessions, but I see no reason for there to be another version, honestly. Um, so yeah, so even though the smile sessions are like a little choppy, sometimes you can tell it's like a demo vocal take stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're seen as the truer, the truer version of it. And right. on release, it was really, really well received, like to the degree where it was hailed as like a you know this is the classic album we all thought it was yeah. for fifty years kind of thing, forty five years technically, yeah. whatever. Um, so the album as released is about fifty minutes long. Okay. Um, which is kind of interesting because like when they released it on vinyl, it was, it's on three sides where I'm sure in 67, they would have said either cut it down to like 45 minutes. So it could be a single disc or like you need to add a little bit. So it's a true double album Mm -hmm. in a way where it's, yeah. So like this probably isn't technically the version that would have come out in 67. I'm sure they would have cut five minutes. Yeah. They would have taken some out. Um, cause I doubt Capital would have been that stoked about selling a double album. Yeah. <laughs> Even in 60, that's a little early for double albums. Especially for the Beach Boys too. Like they're used to like, I mean, they were hot off Pet Sounds in a way where like potentially whatever they time, turned Pet in. Pet Sounds had been the longest album, right? Yeah, that's true. Most of their albums but, are 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. yeah. One, it's, it's like kind of a decent thought exercise just cause yeah. like to some degree they were at the only point in their career where anything they turned in could have gotten would, yeah. released. But Capital was also, I think notoriously like i'm sure they would have pushed yeah. for it to be a single disc because they would have had people going double albums double don't album. sell yeah you paid twice as much for that yeah well, thank you exactly um let's see so oh yeah so the the few pieces that were taken from recordings not from the time mm-hmm. were the lead vocal on cabin essence from this is from the 1968 sessions where they recorded it for 2020 yeah um and then the coda to surfs up like the ending part yeah um 
what is from the 1971 sessions yeah. because that was the first time they'd finished it. It was unfinished up to that point, and that's mm-hmm. why, if you remember, they brought Brian in to help them finish it because yeah. they had a demo, but it I think didn't have words and didn't have the final yeah, yeah. like melodies yeah, laid I down. Do so that. yeah, it's um it's broken up into three movements, um, and it is very. Of course it is. I mean, so if you, if you, if our listeners um, remember from this time, Brian was pretty into like the meeting between pop and classical music yeah. in a way where this is very much structured, like kind of like a symphony or something where there's movements and there's a bunch of repeating themes like within those movements. So like the first movement is centered around heroes and villains in a way where like, on almost every song in the movement, there's like a little bit of melody from heroes and villains mm-hmm. in there where like, there'll just be, I don't know, that kind of thing is happening yeah. a lot. So there's the first movement is the Americana movement, which is, uh, yeah, covers heroes and villains and cabin essence and some other tunes. And then the second movement is the cycle of life. And the third movement is spiritual rebirth, the elements. Uh, yeah, which is all very hippy dippy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a way that's fine, but doesn't what, make a lot of sense. What did Alan Mike write this? Yeah. The um, the thing, the overarching kind of concept that makes the most sense. Uh, there's not a ton of one. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a very clear concept, but um, I think some of this is stuff we we went over when we yeah. talked about the smile sessions. Um back in our timeline but like so brian was just bringing a lot of disparate influences in in a way where he got like weirdly interested in health and fitness for a few months yeah and then got really interested in like diet stuff and then also got interested in um just like yeah a myriad of weird things Mm -hmm. and was writing songs about it so like it's very pastiche and just a mishmash of stuff but the 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 most overarching concept is really that it's like a weird, it's like a concept album about the history of Europeans in America. Yeah. Um, in a way I, I actually forget where I read this. Um, I forget if it was some essay or like literally a, a quote from somebody or, you know, with yeah. a band member or what, but something somewhere <laughs> with no credit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to paraphrase enough that I don't know if, if people Wait. are even going to be able to recognize where it comes from, yeah. if you know it, but uh, where the Beach Boys like started off singing just about, you know, whatever, uh, middle class white life in Southern yeah. California in a way where like Brian kind of wanted to go um, into a more weirdly historical yeah. view of like what got them there mm-hmm. uh, in a weird way. So that kind of shows up um, in a few different songs in a way where there's like weird Old West motifs and then also stuff about pilgrims and stuff about Native Americans again, which is slightly less racist than 10 Little Indians. Cool, yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, so stuff along those lines um, where that's kind of the, the main overarching element. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So, let's listen to a little bit of the smile session. Let's do it, baby. Starts off with our prayer. 
You'll remember this showed up on 2020. Yeah. Yeah. This might be the best, like, just, I mean, it's, this is the best the Beach Boys ever sound. Yeah, to me. as far as their harmonies and yeah. stuff. This is a pretty incredible track. This is the one I hated at the beginning of 2020 because I thought it was going to go on longer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a minute little thing here. Technically, with the next track, it's two minutes of just an acapella intro. This is better. Yeah. I like this. It's really good. It's very pleasing to have mm-hmm. at the beginning of an album. Yeah, that's nice. We're just going to let it roll right on into the track two, G. Did it already do it? Holy shit. Okay, we pause it for just one second. Yep. So, the thing I hated about Smiley Smile was yeah. that it would do that. It would go from one very oh, different song yeah. into a, a dramatically different song, mm-hmm. but it did it poorly. And that was this so is doing it well. good. Well, PJ. I should have maybe said before we started, I mean, you remember from when we were talking about the Smile Sessions when they were recording them, that the idea was that it was going to be an entire album of that. Yeah. And it really literally is. There's like, it's a weird album where, actually, yeah, we should have talked about this right before we started to some degree. There's basically, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, like six or seven actual songs and then about 10 like just weird pastiches in between yeah. them but the the um i can't think of another word except for pastiche but yeah. those weird like short tracks like all just flow into each other in a way where it's like it's, it's what i wanted out of this yeah, smiley smile in a way where like if the if the album in a they wouldn't have done this in the 60s but like if some weird 90s alt band did this yeah. they could have released it as like a six song album where yeah. they were all like 10 minutes long and then it just would have been like all this weird stuff flowing into each yeah. other because there's not a pause in between any of these songs no. really and that so. was phenomenal the way they did that yeah so i'm already more on board than i was for smiley smile yeah there's that auto-tune piano there it is so, um, yeah, so kind of the tent pole during the first movement is Heroes and Villains, and then Surf's Up is the big song in the second one, and then Good Vibrations yeah. is, of course, the oh, big one in the last that one on it. Okay. Yeah, that's the ending track. So this, when Brian started making this album, it was supposed to be Heroes to Villains to Good Vibrations were the two songs, yeah. and then all in between, so... So, and also interestingly, Good Vibrations on this is the only one that isn't different at all. Because that was finished. Yeah. yeah, like okay. that was exactly how Brian wanted it, the finished version. Even Heroes and Villains is a different version on this. There's a whole new section in here that you've never heard before. Ooh, yeah. well, I'm already enjoying it because I love Heroes and Villains. Yeah, this is pretty solid. Um, Heroes and Villains, we have Brian in the verse. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, everyone jumps in on vocals. Yeah. Ah, part is still my very favorite part in any Beach Boys song. Yeah. Little in the background.
I believe what I said on the former one is that I liked that transition as yeah. well. I think they did that well. All the transitions in Heroes and Villains are pretty amazing. That's in what my I hated mind. about Smiley Smile. And then I'm, when they pop out of this part, it's is also Heroes and Villains might be my favorite Beach Boys song. It's and a, this version of it is by far my favorite Beach Boys song. This version a, of it is a perfect song. It's good. In my mind. Yeah. I mean, so far I'm not. Yeah. I didn't really pick up on any differences. Oh, it gets crazy. When they pop out of this is my favorite. Okay. Should have been one note, still lingering, and then. Pure joy, man. Those la la las. I'm a sucker for la la las and songs. They're really good. Like uh, the man in me by Bob Dylan. Oh yeah. I like some la- some well placed la la las, man. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. If only I knew exactly where that new section was, we could skip to it. But I don't want to skip into the middle of it. Yeah. Because get crazy whiplash. The full version of this is almost five minutes. Okay. It's a pretty long track. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, it's the longest one on the record for, for sure. This is the new section. Yeah. One of the new sections. A mic lead. There I watched her. She huh. spun around and mm-hmm. I like that it's the same piano. Yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah. I like that mandolin. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's a holdover from the day that Brian was interested in making a comedy album. Yeah. <laughs> I would guess. I, it, it, the guys who produced this just kind of popped that in, I think, as a little bit. I mean, it, it was in the original version somewhere. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. No, that's, I mean, like, that's from the time. Well, it's from the time, Someone but thought they, they could take anything, there. you know. Yeah. That's a, I think this is the really second up in that mic. I like it. Yeah. So so far the cantina thing I think is the only new part. The only good part. The only new part. Oh. I think the in the in the smiley smile version don't they go to the bicycle part? Yeah. Like something about so. riding bicycles. Yeah. yeah. This is phenomenal. Yeah. It's. I. Yeah, I, I have no qualms saying this version of Heroes and Villains is my favorite Beach Boys song. And we're not even to the other incredible new part. Yeah. Where it's going to end on an orchestral outro here. Cool. It's pretty gorgeous. The uh, only song I've heard off of Smiley Smile is Vegetables. Or no, sorry, off of the Smile Session. You've heard the, the Vegetables, I've heard, the version yeah, yeah, with so. Mama Says interluded? Yeah. 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 Okay. Damn, I was hoping you'd hear that for the first time, but that's all right. It's really good. I actually didn't realize Mama Says was interlude. Maybe I haven't heard it. Maybe not. We'll see. Ooh. Yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah. The guys who produced this did phenomenal work. They should have gotten somebody crazy. Like, they should have gotten... like a Nobel George, Prize. <laughs> no, I'm saying like what they, sh- they should have gotten like George Martin or something. Oh, that'd have been pretty cool, yeah. yeah. But these guys did amazing. They did do a really good job. Anytime I hear a tuba or a euphonium or whatever that is in a pop song, 
I was like, that is just the Beatles to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is Do You Like Worms? Roll Plymouth Rock. We probably won't listen to this whole song. got great bass tone. I like the pluck strings happening. See, and then they're already bringing back heroes and villains yeah. melodies. Yeah. And that'll happen throughout the rest of this. That might have been Carol Kay. It's very possible. Yeah. yeah. She's very famous for having a uh, picked face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And they invent the hookah shaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually think this part... So, like, what's interesting about Heroes and Villains is I think this section was in the Smiley Smile of Heroes and Villains. I think yeah. they did a hookah shaka thing. I believe they did, yeah. yeah. So, where, like, apparently it was supposed to be a different song, but... So, this song's honestly kind of just two more minutes of that. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like a weird like alternate version of Heroes and Villains with no with no words really yeah. right after it. So we're going to get into I'm in Great Shape, which is going to be a really good example of where like they only had a demo yeah. vocal cuz it's a pretty rough vocal take. You know how people get high and listen to like uh uh Dark Side of the Rainbow? Yeah. Moon. Dark Side of the Rainbow. <laughs> I was thinking of the Wizard of Oz yeah. thing where they call it Dark Side of the Rainbow. She listened to this album real high. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. I actually... Maybe I haven't listened to it high. I've definitely laid down and done just the whole thing on headphones, like, with the lights off kind yeah. of thing, and it's pretty great. Yeah. All right. And then we get to Barnyard. I love that synth sound at the end. Barnyard's a nice little rocker about being out in the barnyard. <laughs> <laughs> more kind of demo-y vocals. But. Yeah. This one's good. I don't think it's as good as the rest of them we've heard. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with the, like, going, like, moving from song to song to song thing is that, like, I agree there's some slow parts, but similar to a symphony... Like, even if there's super cool parts in a symphony, there's yeah. just always, like, a few minutes that are like, eh, yeah. all right, this yeah. is whatever. Where, like, I feel like it's a little forgivable, but it also highlights to me spots where they could have easily, like, cut five and made this a nice single LP. Yeah. But but I, I like Barnyard. I think stuff later, to me, is more expendable. They get into some Wait. long... This is great. Yeah. This is My Only Sunshine, a Denny vocal. Okay, cool. We're going to get into... A real great song for any woodblock fans out yeah. there. Some good woodblock uh, work on this album. Yeah. There's a few songs where it shows up. Performed by Michael Sarah. Not a lot of people know. <laughs> that. Yeah, it's amazing. He's older than you think. Yeah. We're gonna skip to the end of this thing. That was a good Denny vocal. How did we get here? Okay. So then, one more return to the heroes and villains melody. Or part of the Heroes and Villains song. And then we get into Cabinescence, which is fairly similar to the 69 version, all in all. A song you love. Yeah. Cabinescence time 
banjo's a little bit louder in this one. Mm-hmm. Some great organ. Yeah. Those low organ Is notes. this the one that has the Woody Woodpecker shit in it? No. Okay. That's only on Smiley Smile, I think. That Good. shows up. Because that's my least favorite fucking part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a Smiley Smile song. Good. Already better album. If you had told me that before, I would have been like, yeah, all right. <laughs> You'd been way into it? Yeah. I liked that. That's what I was saying they should do oh. earlier. Yeah. I think you did say when we talked about 2020 that Cabin Essence was a better version of the Smiley Smile thing where they switch from yeah. melody to melody. I think that's almost exactly yeah. what I had to uh, let's see. I do think it's funny that they use words like doing. It's really great. This whole album is like, I, I love their, um, um, what do you call it when you're not saying words and singing? I know, There's the, a word for yeah. that. And I tried to thought of, think of it earlier when we yeah. were talking about the La La's. But all that stuff is yeah. grade A on this album. Yeah. Like, because they make such cool noises yeah. with their mouths in a way where it's like, that feels like that should be an instrument. I mean, yeah. it is, but yeah. you get it. Somebody should sample it and have a keyboard full of them. Yeah, exactly. For real, man. They could have ding. They could have dong. They uh-huh. could have doing. Yeah. They have dang. Hookashakas, yeah. Yeah, the hookashakas. This is good. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to skip to the end. There's Mike jumping in to sing that part. Bells. And then we get into Wonderful, a song we heard on Smiley Smile. Yeah. That song... I do not recall, but I don't think I liked it. One, 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 wonderful. It's well, the one where Marilyn jumps in to sing backing vocals. This is a better version of the song. I think. Yeah. I mean, say. I'm I really say like the uh, harpsichordy yeah. piano. Some nice flute. I think, if I remember correctly, what I didn't like on this, on Smiley Smile, was... It's the, very, like, vocal, slow and whispery. I yeah, think, the vocals Smiley were Smile. washed out or something. Yeah. And I, this is great, though. Yeah, this is just a Brian thing. We'll skip kind of the end of this. It's pretty much just this, but it's a great tune. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a couple of, uh, not technically instrumentals, but a couple of just kind of, like, instrumentals yeah. with some... Yeah, non-lyrical yeah. vocals over them. Let's pause it for a second. Sure, yeah. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of flack because there's a lot of songs by the Beach Boys that I don't like because I call them boring. <laughs> However, this album has songs of a similar tone, I feel. Okay. However, it, the whole thing is interesting. Yeah. Like, the whole symphonic thing is very interesting to me. And so, for like, sure. that's what hooks me. It's like, if that song, if maybe one of these songs was just like placed on a different album i'd be like no nope, boring sucks yeah doesn't suck that would just be like it's kind of a boring song but this whole thing is pretty like as i heard two uh 40 year olds talking about joker <laughs> earlier pretty riveting <laughs> oh okay yeah that's cool that's a word they used nice 
Uh, well, here we have Look, Song for Children, which is a Are we allowed to listen? Yes, I think okay. we are. Some more good uh, trumpet? Yeah, that's a trumpet. Yeah. Some interesting trumpet tones on this record. And then now, uh, a- along with Surf's Up, we get into this thing where there's the repeating motif of the child is the father of the man thing. Yeah. So this part, and then it'll show up again in the next song, and then it shows up again at the end of Surf's Up, another kind of uh, symphonic thing to repeat the Ooh. melody. I like that. This song, uh, for those who didn't know, uh, I used to disc jockey a little bit on the local college radio station. Yeah. PJ still does. Still do. And uh, this was always, I'd always throw this on when I didn't know what to play or if I wanted a song to talk over. Yeah. Because especially that little part we just heard was always like a fun, um, it's upbeat amazing. thing. Yeah. So, let's see. So that kind of flips back and forth between those two parts. I really like this song. It's super fun. What is that melody from? I don't know. It's like a children's this. song. I mean, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, it's very possible it's pulled from something. Uh, and then we get into Child is the Father of the Man. We haven't said anything. The American ragtime piece, 12th Street Rag. Okay, yeah. (laughs) That's what Wikipedia says. Yeah, I think that's right. A prominent section of the song makes reference to the iconic opening of 12th Street Rag. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, Okay. there you go. Yeah. So this is kind of just this. Like, it's a little bit back I liked it. Yeah, we'll we'll go to the end here. I like this part with the drums. It's pretty cool. I like like the cha-cha. Yeah. To some degree, I guess a lot of these instrumentals were supposed to have some more lyrics and stuff happening, but, you know, obviously it was unfinished, but I kind of like it yeah. with some instrumental stuff in between. It's a very different sounding album. So this is a pretty different version than the 71 trumpet. version. Yes, there's a whole orchestral backing. I like that trumpet. And there's the cymbal, I, I don't know what, tambourine kind of sound going on. Tambourine it's under really a blanket. Yeah. As we've, yeah. Do you not remember that? Yeah. The xylophone. This is also in my mind the best version of this song too. I really like the orchestral stuff happening. I do like him just at a piano singing it as well. But this is good. Guitar arpeggio. Yeah. 
How has no hip hop artist sampled this? Yeah, seems pretty right. Like yeah. it'd be great for it. This is uh, phenomenal. Yeah, agreed. reference one of my favorite songs that's right everyone's favorite song i like when denny hops in and says thanks for all the beach boys yeah hey boys <laughs> pretty nice i truly love the song all things i know yeah not the beach boys version i don't know if i'm reading too much into it but i was listening to this song recently and i started wondering if the lyrics were like way more about like the 60s than i thought in terms of uh, like I don't be know, surprising. bunch of uh, like wildly changing culture, and yeah. seems like it's got a little bit of that in there. In a way where like it's very oblique, but in a uh, kind of Dylan-esque way, where yeah. when you listen to it enough times in a row, you're like, oh, I, I feel like I see what he's yeah. saying. Yeah, <laughs> but in a way where you can't really explain it, but you feel like you get it. It may have been my largest coming of age moment is like yeah. listening to like a Rolling Stone or something and being like, yeah. oh shit, yeah, and just like getting it. Yeah, this part is is really good. Yeah. So and then this is where Carl and Al pop in from 1971. Pretty sure that's Al killing it in the back. Yeah. Pretty amazing. It's a really good song. And then, um,. So that's the end of the, uh, the second movement. Mm-hmm. Then we get into the last part uh, that starts with a little palate cleanser in I Want to Be Around slash Workshop. It's called I Get Around, Peter. <laughs> They're a little more lazy about it now. Yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. Might I get there? Who knows? Well, we'll see. Yeah. I might be in bed. Yeah, might be in the workshop. Yeah. And we'll get a little bit of the carpentry stuff that we remember from Smiley Smile. Or no, from 2020. Yeah. They use a little bit of the carpentry noises. Yeah. This literally feels like the session musicians were just fucking around. And Brian's oh, like, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's record that. And then some guy's like, sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> coming through. Installing a uh, sandbox in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Just carrying a two by four. Ooh. I like the that marimba yeah. or whatever it is. Xylophone? It's a something like something. some sort of like bell. the woodblock xylophone thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what that's it is. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So this is pretty fun. That sounds like the fakest saw in the world, but I yeah. imagine they just recorded it. It has a to saw. be a real saw though, because yeah. what else would they, they do? Yeah. yeah. So and then vegetables, which is also pretty different. They Ooh, mash up I, vegetables and mama says, which are two of my favorite beach boys. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm I have curious purchased. what you think of this. And much more produced than the Smiley Smile version. Yeah. This piano thing is so, like it has no rhythm, but so much rhythm. It's so wild. Yeah, it's really great. Like every time I try and like nod my head to it, it's like then I get off rhythm, yeah. but it's, cause it's like two, one, two, one, two, two, yeah. one, one in a way where, yeah. Don't skip around. I think it's funny that Brian Wilson thought sleeping a lot and eating a lot was healthy. And yeah, it, well, it may be a, it's a little kids. I think it's their mama telling them. Yeah. So yeah, using mama says is the chorus here. That bass is really good. Yeah. Little kiss. Um, someone claims that one of Brian's friends during the smile session made some joke about how they were vegetables when they were super stoned and that's why Brian wrote yes. this song really but then someone else said that it's like because of all of his health yeah. obsessions so. that's what I would have guessed yeah it's kind of funny though Oh yeah. So this is during the section. Um, where do my notes go? This is during the section of the elements. Okay. And vegetables are supposed to be the earth. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Same song, different song. Yeah, this is still the end of vegetables. Okay. I'm just wondering if they end with the boing. Like I'm waiting for it. Oh, uh, I don't think they. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, that's the one thing you lose from Mama Says. Yeah. Will you pause this after it's sure. over? Is your Is your whole world rock now, PJ? <laughs> So I really Or have you heard that version before? I have not heard that okay. version. Yeah. I really loved that. Yeah. But 
Yeah. I still really, really, really like the Mama Says and Vegetables version from yeah. those respective albums. I feel like Vegetables is the perfect test case for like the problem, not the problem, but just like yeah. the hard part about listening to Smile after it's released. Yeah. Is that like all the songs or like snippets of songs that showed up elsewhere, like mm-hmm. I think Smile is perfect, but I also would never want only Smile to exist and not those other versions yeah, to exist. Yeah, because I really like... like yeah and like i yeah and i love the smiley smile version of vegetables a lot but i also love the smile yeah it's it's tough now we're into an instrumental holidays um yeah it's a pretty good like just in terms of smiles place in their history where it's like one would like to imagine a universe where smile came out when it was supposed to but then you don't get like you know at least in my opinion really cool versions of like wonderful yeah but you only get that version so because um, some of them I do like better. Like I do think I like some of the Smiley Smile versions of stuff from Smile. I think I think the versions in Smile work better in Smile. Yeah. But I kind of as just standalone tracks. I, I like some of the other versions. I really really like the original. I think I like the original version of Vegetables yeah. better than this one. Yeah. But I that's not to say I don't like this one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Pretty good. Is this the start of the B side? Uh, no, we're pretty solidly into that. Okay. I just wasn't sure where we were at. So then they start into wind chimes at the end of holidays before we get into wind chimes, which was kind of a, not centerpiece song, but a pretty big one from Smiley Smile, if you remember. I do. I don't think I liked it. So this is the Smile Sessions version. Loungy. Yeah. More woodblock kind of oh, yeah. uh, xylophone. There comes Mr. Sarah. Yeah, this is less annoying than the the one on Smiley Smile. He's not Smile. doing the Bjork vocals. Yeah. <laughs> Which helps. And this is the air element, by the way. Yeah. They get all foreign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Really good bass. Yeah. It's weird when they do the, that cover of. Uh, I love the little arpeggiated uh, xylophone in the background. Uh, fire and rain later on. Yeah. It just doesn't really fit. <laughs> well, we'll see if you think it fits. We I do guess. have the the fire one is probably my least favorite track on the whole record. This is 100% better than yeah. Smiley Smile. It's a really good song. And we're gonna skip yeah. to the end. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh. We should see how they got there. That was groovy. Oh yeah, I forgot it got cool. Cool. When the whole like instrumentation pops in here, it's pretty dope. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that part. This is good. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, this is a cool part for sure. I love the piano they're using. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the, the wild honey piano. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So this could already be a hip hop backing. <laughs> then we're gonna get to the elements fire, Mrs. O'Leary's cow. This is the song where he thought he burned down the house down the street. Yeah. Yeah. 
got so a lot going on. Some firemen yeah. <laughs> answering the call for a fire. I get what you're doing there, Brian. A kazoo? Probably. But yeah, set, set in the scene of the Chicago fire. In a pretty cool way, all in all. I mean, it's inventive. Yeah. Inventive is nice. It's <laughs> one way to put it. Ooh. Oh, that could have gotten really cool there. <laughs> it's a spooky as fuck. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess this is the tragedy of the fire happening. I think, like, it's, yeah, it's pretty literally a, like, audio version of this fire, which is wild. And, uh... He did encapsulate that pretty perfectly, though. Yeah. Uh, good for him. My only real problem with this song is that it's, like, a full two and a half minutes long, where I feel like it just doesn't need to be that long. No. Like, we're in... We're solidly in the section now where I feel like they could have easily shaved five minutes from the record. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool stuff, but just... Listening yeah. to this album on the regs, yeah, it very quickly becomes like, all right, that those instrumentals are a little too long, kind yeah. of thing. I do just want to so, get into, but it's pretty cool. Like something else, you're right. Oh, there's some cool, like, um, fuzz guitar here at the end, which is kind of fun. First time fuzz would have shown up yeah. in the Beach Boys. Please, so. if this had uh, come out, some interesting drumming. A bass that sounds like it wasn't even like going through an amp. Yeah. And then we get to Love to Say Da Da with a little intro from Cool Cool Water. Yeah, which this is the water. The water yeah. Um, yeah, I think. No, this Cool Water was from 67. Never mind. So it wasn't, but it might have technically, I think this might have technically been after the smile sessions were over. Yeah. Um, like I think this is technically we heard part of this on the Wild Honey Sessions yeah. disc, um, but that's all right, you know whatever. This is pretty cool. Some good mic, Vox, Vox. Yeah, this isn't bad. Yeah, I feel like it gets a little more interesting. Wait, it's, just it, a half second. You're here. definitely right about the instrumentals at this point in the album seeming yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. We'll skip just... I don't dislike it, but no, it, it feels is a little unnecessary. I think this is tedious. definitely a song that was supposed to have lyrics. Yeah. Um, because I think on the Brian Wilson smile from 2004, it had lyrics. Yeah. And it was something about Hawaii, which whatever. <laughs> Weird. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Yeah. Right. A little more our prayer here to wrap it up. Pause it. 
and I'm back in because like that transition is so good. Yes, I know. This album, if nothing else, is like makes good vibrations sound even better than yeah. it already has because like this 45 minute run up to the most perfect song ever written is like incredible. And then as the ending to the album you just heard, it's yeah. like even crazier. It makes sense. And even cooler of a yeah. song. Because it didn't fit on Smiley Smile at all because no. it was finished no. and produced. Right. Fits in this perfectly. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this is like... Yeah. I mean, maybe aside from some minor details, pretty much the version we've always heard. There's no new sections. The same, so. yeah. Um, yeah. So what are wow? What are some thoughts on Smile for you, or do you want me to ramble for a bit? <laughs> you can, can ramble. Listen to it a little bit. I, so I guess I've listened to this album for um, not all that long, actually. Like yeah. I maybe only got it like a year or two ago. Okay. Um, but it's like as in, I mean I. It, the the common consensus is, and I would agree, that it's as incredible as like we probably could have hoped for. Yeah. Um. Like, there's a little bit of weakness, mostly just in yeah, it feeling a little long, and or they could use some words for those instrumentals. Yeah. But the idea of it is so in like inventive and interesting and different than anything else I've ever heard. I've never heard like a rock or pop album that's like yeah. these like six songs with all these weird motifs in between Symphonic. them. And in these, yeah, movement styles where you have repeating melodies in a way that wasn't, that was so interesting. It also has, I think, definitely the best Beach Boys vocals along with Pet Sounds yeah. ever, like group vocals, um, har- harmony vocals. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just like, again, at the very least, it serves to make the like five tentpole songs look even better than we already knew they were. Um, in a way where like this is easily a 10 out of 10 for me and it's one of those albums i'm such a music nerd but that's what this whole show is so i shouldn't hold back necessarily yeah go for it it's one of those albums where i like i it i can easily imagine growing up like having this next to pet sounds like you know in my parents cd cabinet as like just a classic album everyone owns in a way where like it just like this exact version of it just fits right into that yeah. Where, like, I can imagine growing up to it and loving it. Is that new? I don't know. I think it is. Might be. It's been a little while since I've listened to Good Vibrations. Yeah, it this, might so. not be, but... Um, but, yeah, like, it's, it's just wild, and it sounds... And it sounds so fresh and original mm-hmm. in a way... But then also it sounds like it could have just slotted in perfectly had they released it when they were looking to. Yeah. Um, in a way where I fucking love it, man. Smile. Yeah. It's a stone cold classic. I think you may have done me dirty. <laughs> I think you made me listen to the last four <laughs> shitty albums. <laughs> That's why we we're gonna end on Smile on a high note, man. Yeah. yeah. It is a truly beautiful album. Yeah. It was really good. I will certainly listen to this. Like with headphones on or on my hi-fi yeah at some point um really good album though yeah the only thing i wish is that it didn't slide down a little bit on that b-side yeah. if they had had some words with it, it pretty much exactly what you said you know 
Like it just does, it, it feels a little tedious in there mm-hmm. uh, for a bit, but then it like gets you right back in at the end. Um, I think it was a really, really good album. I do. I enjoy that quite a bit. Um, and you were totally right the whole time about how I should have just been listening <laughs> to that, but we wouldn't have yeah. had this great moment. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I think it's probably better I hadn't listened to it before because, like, Maybe, that was me experiencing yeah. it for the first time, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. That's a really good album. <laughs> this, It's good we're ending on this because yeah. this might be the first time your reaction has met what I wished your expectation, like, yeah. what I wish your reaction was. Yeah. Um, In a way that makes me very happy. Um, So as good as you expected, given, like, all the hullabaloo around smile yeah, and it's supposing to be this perfect album fucking tell me to listen to yeah <laughs> wow uh, yeah if that had come out at the time and brian wilson hadn't you know gone insane i think it would have been fucking incredible and that yeah. that was fucking incredible but you know yeah i think i mean there's no way to really to know, know yeah. but i do feel like in 67 it would have hit like like as much as Sgt. Yeah. Pepper's in terms of it impact yeah. at the time. And who knows, like, like I, they I, may I, have I really been think it would have been more of a cultural staple. Yeah. But it, then the thing is, is that like, if it even got finished, then like it probably alters their career to some degree, but honestly, like Brian probably still breaks down yeah. at some point and it like maybe just happens a couple of years later. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it obviously would totally change yeah. their trajectory as a band anyway, but um, it probably wouldn't have changed all that much to some degree, but yeah, really incredible album. You want to give it a prelim rating off the first listen? I gotta go nine or ten. You go nine or ten. I think I'm the only reason I'm saying nine is because I have been starved for yeah. good content. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> and that's really what the Beach Boys are—a yeah. content machine. Exactly. Yeah, the original yeah. content exactly. machine. Um. Now, and would you agree they're the number one, the best American content machine in history? Yeah, it's tough, but I think they might be up there. No, because it's similar to what we talked about last Them week. Them QT, baby. Because um, <laughs> um, they do have these incredible highs. Yeah. But then their lows are so yes, low I know. that I can't, like, <laughs> I think my opinion of the Beach Boys not having dived particularly deep into them at the beginning yeah. is accurate. Yeah, I think their hits, most of their hits suck. Especially Maybe. the early hits, which is the only okay. stuff people know. Sure. Yeah. Um so and then the later hits that approximate the early hits. Yeah. Yeah. Which are terrible too, but like there's a lot of stuff in the middle that's like the real meat of what I think the Beach Boys are that is phenomenal music. This, for mm-hmm. instance, Pet Sounds, Wild Honey. Yeah. Uh Beach Boys Love You. Yeah are all really incredible albums and nobody knows i mean people know pet sounds nobody knows any of the other ones yeah which is um crazy to me if 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 the beach boys had put out the albums that i love as a different band i would be like that band fucking rules that is the greatest american band but they have these lows that i don't think i can necessarily agree with you right now on that yeah yeah um and so the other reason I'm giving it a nine is just that, like, slipping away a little bit on the B-side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, but phenomenal album. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Those boys who produced that did a hell of a job. Yeah, they did. 
Um, okay, you want to do a little bit on that's why God made the radio? Not really, actually. Not really. Yeah. Um, well, just real here's quick, my just summation of the album. It was really fucking bad. Yeah. To be completist, we'll just say uh, they got together also for their 50th anniversary yeah. to try and release an album on it. Uh, Brian wrote most of the songs. They did like a little song suite at the end. Yeah. Um, and see, and I thought they were still it was feuding fairly in 2012. well. I think they were, but they just kind of got, they just kind of did it. Just, yeah. I mean, you know, the beach boys, they'll yeah. always do it if it make them some money. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they got, um, they got in and then, um, it was, Fairly, oh, so Bruce, uh, it, so it's Bruce, Al, Brian, and Mike. Yeah. And then David Marks shows back up. Okay. From yeah. the early 60s. Yeah. Um, and it got pretty good critical reception. Um, really? Yeah. Like, you know, kind of three out of five okay. critical reception, but like m- pretty positive. Like, I remember uh, Rolling Stone saying decently good things about it oh, and stuff. I like, thought it was awful. People were all like solid. But it's also probably because they hadn't heard a solid Beach Boys album since 1976. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't. It yeah. was. It was slightly better than their shitty 80s and yeah. 90s stuff. But yeah. it still wasn't good. Yeah. Like I'd give it a one out of ten still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're not really gonna do this. PJ does love the album art though. I do. Which I agree. It's cool. I did. And it's a cool. I like the version yeah. of their logo. Yeah, that's on the cover the, there. The logo's where it's like good. not weird neon, but it's like a yeah. cool. Yeah. And then the minimalist art is so good on it. I yeah. loved it. It's a nice. I think it's a really good cover. album cover. So, yeah. So, do you want to do a little a little Beach Boys career retrospective, PJ? Yeah, I think that's a good idea, Pete. What are your? So you you just did a little bit, and yeah. you answered kind of a couple of questions I wanted to ask you. Mostly just comparing what you thought about the Beach Boys before we started to then what you think about them now. And um, I'm sorry to say that it. My opinion has changed in that I would, n- I wouldn't consider myself hating the Beach Boys anymore, because <laughs> I did. I hey, fucking we got them. there yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, do I love them? At certain points, yes. I yeah. think they make uh, amazing music. Are they all horrible people? Yes. Yeah. Except Al. Al's a nice guy. Yeah. Um. I. It's and I can harp on this all day long, but. The highs and lows are crazy to me. It is. That, I think there's, one of my thoughts. There's no other band that has yeah. that much. I wanted to yeah. talk about like, is there like a way that you could put their entire career into like a sentence or two? And I think it's just incredible. Um, like whiplash. Like yeah. it's just, they veer so wildly, like literally from album to album, number one hit to yeah. an album. No one bought. No, yeah. Like from 76 to 77. I mean, well, and they no like a thousand people bought that album or something. The MIU, yeah, yeah, in like 1978, yeah, like two albums after they had a huge hit and stuff, and like ten years after they made yeah. Pet Sounds, yeah, 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 in a way that I think you're very right that no other band can even get close to the, yeah, yeah to the I like think, completely forgot about for almost a decade status yeah. to then like scoring a number one hit ten years later and then twenty years later, nobody cares, yeah, <laughs> makes no sense, and th- so. and then now they're just banking on nostalgia, yeah, that's all they're like. Mike, I mean, Mike, any, Mike only, any band yeah. this old though is basically Mike just doing only that, plays. Though. They started doing it way earlier. Yeah, the hits, from what I understand. Yeah, like he only plays their early hits and mm-hmm. then like Kokomo. Whereas yeah. like Brian and Al, them touring, mm-hmm. um, they do like they'll do like Sloop John B and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, it is insane how terrible they got when they just wanted money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they're just a wild band because like. 
it comes they're they're also one of those like bands that comes with so many caveats yeah like if you just run into someone at a party and you want to yeah. talk music and they go i love the beach boys like you have to ask about Wait, a dozen yeah. follow-up questions before you know if they're like a good beach boys person or a bad beach which boys is person. <laughs> literally how this podcast started yeah so we were talking about the that's beach actually boys true at a party yeah on halloween last year yeah and in a way we're like yeah you have to dig deep into yeah. someone's like fandom of the beach boys to yeah. figure out what kind of beach boys fan they are yeah. if they're like um, i really and not love that there's little deuce Coop. necessarily yeah. like you know we're not judging everybody we're judging the people who love kokomo but exactly um you know, even, you can be you can be a different our, type of beach boys fan that's fine boys but it's just band that yeah doesn't like kokomo well but it's just that like you know even if you whatever have yeah. good taste in music and love the beach boys you can still like love some weird shitty stuff yeah. I mean, just because even in this they're a podcast, band where their shitty stuff is right next to their good yeah. stuff in well, a way that... And you and I have very similar taste in music, generally speaking, I think. Yeah, I would say so. But we have such a varying opinion on some mm-hmm. of the Beach Boys stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're a fascinating band to talk about. Yeah. They really are. They're probably like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. One of One of the more interesting bands... Ever I mean, their history their alone is pretty crazy. Career, um, yeah. yeah. So I think, um, I think this will be easy. But aside from like, well, yeah, okay. So if someone, if you were tasked with introducing someone to the Beach Boys, where would you start? Pet maybe, sounds. maybe not Pet Sounds. <laughs> I can't say Pet like, Sounds. Say yeah, say they heard Pet Sounds and were like, pretty good. <sighs> What would you, where'd you go? I would maybe from there go shut down volume two, something along those lines. Oh, wow. Um, because then they get a mix of stuff that is, because shut down volume two, there it's is pretty some solid. solid stuff on there. Yeah. So, um, but then there's a, it's a mix of the, their like classic y stuff and their mm-hmm. newer stuff. So I'd probably go shut down volume two if they've heard pet sounds and then maybe introduce them to. I don't know, like today. It's a crazy band because like, yeah, like because you, you're just taking a shot in the dark if you try yeah. to introduce someone to the Beach Boys because like you Maybe could today. make. I'm going to change it to today. Yeah. Yeah. Because like our, I feel like to some degree our best of playlists that we've done, like yeah. those, those don't, those don't quite reflect the insane no. musical changes that they go through. You, but like the Beach yeah. Boys, yeah. Like if someone was like, I heard Pet Sounds solid. You could point them to today, yeah. or you could point them to like Wild Sunflower or, yeah. or Wild Honey yeah. or Surfs Up in a way where like those are four totally and different bands, yeah, and making completely different music in a way where like I, I'm surprised there aren't. I mean, I think it's just because not a lot of people listen to them, which yeah. is fine. They're 50 years old at this point, yeah. but they're one of those bands where like it would be really easy to get 10 people in a room and everyone have a different favorite and, album, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, or like right after Pet after Sounds. Pet Sounds yeah. yeah. And then what's your next favorite? And then it's just yeah. Yeah. So it is insane. Yeah. Um we're gonna go through our scores. Yeah, let's go through our scores. We're gonna start bottom up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. All right. Surf and Safari. What did I give it before? PJ one. Yeah. Pete two. I'm going to stick with one. I think I'm going to stick with two. Yeah. Seems fair. Little Deuce Coop, one and one. Yep. Um, Sticking with it. I don't like mm. their early stuff still. That is not a thing I would Car change. Crazy Cutie is better than I thought the first time. 
I think that one ended up on my playlist of the era, and I like. I mean, I have a, I have little Honda on my playlist. That's not off this record. Well, I know, but it's on one of them that I'm pretty. So sure I like I Little Deuce Coop. I mean, I don't, but it's fine. Uh, I like Car Crazy Cutie. Four hundred nine is bad. Shut down is pretty bad. Yeah, that's a one. Okay. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> I'm looking for an excuse to give it a two, and I can't. Yeah. Um, Surfer Girl, you gave a four, and I gave a six. Um. Uh, yeah. I think I would feels about right to me. Do a five. I'm rereading this track list, and Surfer Girl I don't like. Catch a Wave is incredible. Surfer Moon is good. South Bay Surfer is good. The Rock and Surfer sucks. Little Deuce Coop, uh, all back again. In my room is fine. Why can I not find a track listing? Hawaii's not great. I'm reading it out loud. I know. Surfer's Rule uh, is fine. Surfer's Rule isn't great. Uh, Our Car Club sucks. Your Summer Dream, I don't remember at all. And Boogie Woody is just an instrumental. I think I'd go, I'm going to amend it to five. I'm sticking with my four. Are you writing all these down? Yeah. Okay. What, so what? you're going four, and I'm amending to five. I'm going down, man. Okay, so I thought there was like one more solid track on there, but there's kind of not. You there's went... only like two really, really good ones. It's just I think that the production got a lot better on Surfer Girl. Yeah, I think that's what mostly drew me to it. But what was the name of that album? I already Surfer said. Girl. Okay, I yeah. think I'm comfortable going five. So their first three albums, Surf and Safari. Wait, no, I wrote down Surf and Safari twice. What <laughs> what albums have we talked about? Surf and Safari, Little Deuce Coop. Yeah, okay, and then Surfer yeah. Girl. And then we have Surfin' USA. I know their first Technically, four albums, they all have surf in them, and people hate... That's so dumb. They're um, a surf... So Surfin' Safari. Yeah. Uh, oh, technically Surfer Girl came out after Surfin' USA. They came out the same year, but flip-flop oh. those release dates. doesn't matter, really, but someone out there will get annoyed at me for yeah. messing that up. Uh, surf okay. in USA. So Surfing USA, Surfing USA is the first song. Oh, I gave it a uh, three, and you gave it a two. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. I remember liking like two songs a lot and nothing else. Yeah, I think I was the exact same way. Like I remember liking Lonely Sea. I didn't like Lonely Sea. And C. Farmer's Daughter was solid, and Lana is great. And then that's it. Lana's great. Yeah, I think All I right. think I only gave it a two because I like Lana so much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, then we have All Summer Long. Okay. Uh, which we both gave threes to. Ooh, what's on that? I get around. Okay, solid. Hushabye. Cover. Um, oop, I lost it. Sorry. Little Honda. Hell yeah. We'll run away. About Brian wanted to get married so hard, according to my notes. <laughs> that seems right. Yeah. Carl's Big Chance, Do You Remember, Girls on the Beach, uh, Drive-In. Ooh, a great song. <laughs> I love Drive-In with that minor key drop, baby. Ooh. Oh, that's uh, the one you shit your pants over. Yeah, I love it because yeah. I ate too many chili dogs. Yeah. Our favorite recording session in Don't Back Down. Yeah, I think three is fair for me. Honestly, I don't know why I gave it a three at this point. I think it's because... It's well-produced. Maybe that's Again, what it was. like Surfer yeah. Girl, like it's one of those where you're like, damn, they're getting they're getting kind of good yeah, in the studio. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna so s- then I'll Shut Down Volume it. 2, we both gave fives to, which I feel like is fair. That is, I think, yeah. I think we were both surprised that that was my highest rating because of the name. Yeah. We thought it was going to suck, but it was fine. I know, but then it was like pretty good. There was only one, I think, Certain, miserable song, yeah. which was the in-studio thing where they like yeah. traded insults. Yeah. 
that which well that and then there was a song about being in the parking lot that sucked yeah well and it's oh it, but and there, pom-pom playgirl yeah Ugh. but there weren't a lot of surf songs or something on zero it? surf songs. Z- yeah, it was that, supposed to be car songs but they didn't really even do yeah that, so and and i think i appreciated that yeah yeah so and then we get to today well the christmas album but let's not count yeah we're not fuck <laughs> today that. we both gave sevens to yeah and i feel like that's fair that is fair today i like some really of the good album yeah i like some of the ballads more now but i don't think quite enough to go it's like an eight yeah. out of ten so and then we have the party both sevens party yeah solid seven i think it's weird because barbara ann is literally the only song that i ever want to really listen to again off that record but it's one of those records where if you ever put it on, every time I'll yeah. be like, great, I, I, this is good I've it kind on, of thing. I have it on vinyl, and yeah. I've played it when we've just been like hanging out sometimes. And it's, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a great record. It's just like weirdly not one I want to listen to, or I seek out. Yeah. But whenever I do hear it, it's excellent. So yeah. Seven feels fair. Yeah. Summer Days and Summer Nights, both sixes. That also feels fair, but I might go seven on this, man. I'm surprised it's a six two. I think maybe Girl from New York City is amazing. Amusement Park kind of sucks. Then I kissed her kind of sucks. Salt Lake City kind of sucks. Okay, I know I get. Girl, don't tell me is the ticket to ride one. Yeah, solid. Help me, Rhonda. Amazing. California Girls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let them run wild. Very good. You're so good to me. Interesting. And then an instrumental. And then I'm bugged at my old man. And then another ballot. Yeah, actually, that's a six out of ten. Yeah, I might that even, B side is. I might even go five. California girls. I think I'm gonna knock it down to five. Wow. All right. It starts off hot, but then it just gets bad. Exactly. Okay. Pet sounds ten. Yes. Yeah. Easy. Pet sounds. Yeah. How would that change? Um, smiley smile. What did I give it? Seven. Really? Yeah. I'd go lower. What? Having heard, having now heard this. Huh. I'm going to go lower. I don't know. Smile. See, but part of our ratings. No, 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 no. No, I'm serious. Part of our ratings and part of the reason we didn't do smile before it actually came out is that we didn't want to color like listening to their discography as it came out. Well, so, that's, so I don't think that's why I think this I'm not is letting important. you change your rating based off smile. No, I think we can. Oh, OK. Because I don't almost that was my rating at the time. Gotcha. Well, and I guess my rating of smiley smile was having heard smile sessions. Yeah. And I still think it's a nine out of ten for real. I I'm, love this. Record. I'm going to knock it down. Damn, I gotta say five. You really did hate this one. I did, and I don't know why I gave it such a high yeah. score. I think it's because you gave it a break. You said ten out of ten. Yeah, nine. Nine, nine out okay. of ten. Um, it might be an eight, but I'm gonna stick with nine just to spite your ass. <laughs> I'm going five, man. All right, uh, Wild Honey Ooh. nines. I think that's gonna stay the same. Wild Honey rules. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, you gave it a five. I gave it an eight. That was the largest discrepancy, I believe. I think I'm going to keep an eight. I really like this song. Or this album, no, I mean. And what did I give it? A five. I'm going to stick with a five, I think. I, I don't think I dislike right for what you remember. Friends, but I love You didn't loved... hate it, but you just didn't like it that much. No, so. but I, and I really liked Wild Honey before right. that. All right. 2020 is a weird one. You gave it a six, and I gave it a seven. I think a seven is fair. This is one I remember at the time. I expected to give this like a 9 out of 10 and then listen and to then it again and was like, it, yeah. oh, this kind of sucks yeah. <laughs> in some parts. I do remember so, that. But it's solid. I think 7 is fair for me. We have Sunflower 6 and 7 again. And I think that's still yeah, fair for me. Yeah, that's accurate. We're not changing that many. No. Surf's up. Yeah. 7 for PJ, 9 for Pete. 
I listened to this album again recently. I think in... Uh, God damn. This one is hard for me, man. Because the good songs are some Aren't of my good. very favorite Beach Boys songs. And then Student Demonstration Time, yeah. Welfare Song, and then honestly, the fucking Jack Riley shit, I really don't like. See, Like, I like Surf's Up, but Day in Life of the Tree, Until I Die, I am not a fan of at all. I just went, In a way where... I had Maybe to go it's seven. An eight. I think, yeah. I think my score is completely fair because but then, there is yeah. such genius poking out of that. Right. But it's because like, yeah, because then feel flows is like by far one of the, it's it's up there in the conversation of best non Brian song for the Beach Boys. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. So um, maybe eight for me. I hate to do it, but I I do think nine's maybe a little. Yeah. So seven and eight. Yeah. I think I'm gonna stick with a seven. That's fair. All right, Carl and the Passions. Ooh, the rare. PJ gave it a four. Pete gave it a three. Ooh, yeah. maybe the only time that happened? I think it is the only time that happened. That album is not good. I think a three is fair, though, because, again, the two good songs are incredible yeah. in a way where it's like, it's only eight tracks, two good songs. Feels like a three out of ten. <laughs> I'm going to bump it down to a three. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Mess Elves, Standalone, Amazing, and Here She Comes, Amazing, and then... Yeah. Oh, that's why I loved it because Mess Up Stand Alone is on it. Yeah. That that song fucking rules. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go three. The though. first violin, I think, to show up. Or like, yeah. you know, fiddle yeah. kind of to show up on a Beach Boys song. And yeah. maybe only. I think I'm gonna go three. Yeah, yeah. All right. Beach Boys in concert. Oh, I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> no. Cause the one of them was really good and the other one wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holland eights. Holland. I think that's very fair. Holland is a solid fucking album, dog. Yeah, but it's an eight because it's got some weak points. Yeah, I it, think like Surf's eight. Up, like yeah. it's incredible, but it's got like three yeah. bad tracks in a way where yeah. you can't give it. Much I did more like than Holland. Holland's good. Fifteen big ones. You gave it a two. I gave it a four. I'm gonna stick with a two. I will stick with four. I think again, that album. If you're listening on shuffle and can skip the bad ones, and the other ones are just like mixed in there, I think it's fine. Yeah. All right. Love you. Seven for you and nine for me. You have listened to it more since then. Are you going to bump that up? Eight. I think I can stick with nine. I'm going to bump it up to an eight. Yeah. I'm I think gonna... in terms of nines yeah. for me, what will that be? That'll be Wild Honey, um, Wild Honey, Smiley Smile, <laughs> Wild Honey, and then Love You. Wild Honey, Smiley Smile, Love You. Yeah, those are the three. Those are an interesting three nine, but I like them. I have given Wild Honey a nine so far, and that's it. All right. Yeah. L.A., album you gave it a two i gave it a three i'm not sure what i heard that gave it a three but to be honest i listened to that album very little before we recorded haven't touched it since so i cannot change my rating because i have no idea if it's different two out of ten for me <laughs> i think it's, you got to leave me at a three because i have no reason to change it except that yeah. i haven't listened to it again but, but now that you've we have listened to other one like now mm. we're doing a retrospective but i don't know it might be a three i'm, I'm just saying there you, might be more you can stuff. change it if you feel like you need to you don't have to yeah, yeah. i i have no reason to yeah. miu we both gave twos to and i'm gonna keep it two it's not quite a one because we know what a one sounds like yeah. like there is at least one or two songs off miu i would listen to again yeah but i guess not much oh man no she's got rhythm is honestly a jam was she's that the, I think that was the one That's the opening liked. track, yeah. oh, and it she's is got rhythm was good. very good. And then I think "Come Go with Me" I like, and yeah. then I think there's one more that I dig on there. But I think two's fair. I think we, yeah. "Endless Summer," you gave it a one. I gave it a two. I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with a two. I, that one is terrible, but again, there's think, like two or three songs that I would listen to off of it. So. I think it's akin to I the other ones I one. gave, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, in your mind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My other ones are a one to me because it's the lowest we go. Is I would never listen to any of this. And you, so have I have done to it give for Little Deuce Coop. Yeah. And that's it. Well, we'll get to the ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Beach Boys, their comeback record. You gave it a one. I gave it a two. For the exact same reason as the last two records we've talked about. Yeah. And for I'm the same reason it. for both of us. Yeah. And then Summer in Paradise is to me a one. Yeah. And to you a one. Like these, and then keeping the summer, or still cruising, one and one. Yeah, um, those albums, much like the early ones that I didn't like, mm-hmm. I would never go back and listen to. And see, that's yeah, that's why like that's why you're given the ones. Yeah. yeah, like to me, the it's the same for me. Those but. and Little Deuce Coop are the only albums where there is there are zero redeeming things happening on them. In a way where like even the twos, it's like I could point to a song or two that I think are solid. I think I think I'm looking at it more as an album, and I oh. think you're picking songs out. And so, like for me, I'm never. But to go me, back that's and listen to that's that what album. makes you interested in an album or not. Is I mean, even if you even yeah. if you go pull songs off that album to make a playlist, like that still means I think that the album is better than a one. But you I'm, know what I mean. I'm not gonna go back and listen to the ones I gave. You know, like just not. Well, me neither. Yeah, I'm probably not going to go back to listen to the full albums of the twos I gave because I don't listen to two out of ten albums. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But I would listen to some of the songs off of it so that album's not a one. This is where we disagree, but we'll agree or disagree. Still cruising? It's a wild one. Ones, ones, ones. Yeah. It's a wild way to interpret an album rating, in my opinion. You have to you have to take the songs into account. I you can't you don't only Peter, take into how the on album the, is. On the ones as I'm giving, I also like the songs less than you. Well, yeah. I no, I'm not I, arguing with you about that. I thought you were arguing with me about the idea of giving an album a two no, no, because no, no, I no. would listen to some of the songs, no. but the album as a whole sucks. I think that's fine. Okay. No, I, I right, don't care what whatever. you do. I yeah. thought you just said that that was... <laughs> no, I... And then Smile Sessions, nine, and then I gave it a ten, and I'll stick with that. Yeah. I think two tens and three nines is solid for the Beach Boys. You care to uh, give the Radio God one? Oh, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to listen to the album. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. All right. I'm I gonna, only would have for this show. So Yeah. I'm, and maybe I would have liked it, but I doubt it. They're old voices. I tried even in nineties, Brian. Uh what was that one? It was the one with like an orange crate cover kind of thing. Yeah. I think it came out in like ninety eight or like two thousand one. Something like that. Anyway. I I got that album a few years ago thinking like, yeah, Brian's like some of his solo stuff's supposed to be solid. Maybe I should give it a try. And just I couldn't get past his voice on any of it. It was like even if the songs were good. Yeah. I couldn't handle listening to his old man voice. No, and like any live stuff that they do is yeah, really it's rough. not great. Um, so are you taking our averages? I'm going to average them out and see how this band fares. <laughs> I'll bet it's like a six for me. And so I would I would say we could give our lowest album and highest album, but highest album is obviously Pet Sounds for both of us. And our lowest... Yeah, tied between Pet yeah, Sounds and Yeah, for you. But I gave so many ones that it wouldn't even make sense. <laughs> I mean, I do think the very worst one is that last one, though, where they have Stamos covering a Denny song. Like, I, I do think, yep. out of all my ones, that is the one album where if I could, like, erase it from the earth, I would choose that one, I think. Uh, well, which one is that? Keeping the Summer Alive. Keeping the Summer Alive, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beach Boys fans, now you kind of see why Beach Boys fans are always on the back foot, though. Yeah. Like, we run into some message board comments, or if you're talking to someone, like, you always kind of have to defend yourself as, if you if you want to take the stance of, I am a Beach Boys fan, you have to you have to take a defensive stance. Yeah. Uh, de- I mean, depending on the era you're a fan of. 
No, I'm saying if you just say that, there are yeah. going to be oh, a lot of people no. who are like, oh, fucking Kokomo? You like Kokomo? Yeah. And then you have to go, no, 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 no. There are a <laughs> lot of nerds like us that would do that. Um, I think normal people love Kokomo. No, but even if they do say that, even if they're not saying it is a bad thing, you still have to defend yourself and be like, uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, wild honey. Do you know wild honey? Yeah, no, I agree. So, like, yeah. you're always on the defensive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get that. Like, very rarely are you going to bring up the Beach Boys as your favorite band and not get a, like, snicker from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, I don't know if we've talked about, but, well, so I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Well, well. I guess I can't really ask you a question while you're doing math. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I was going to try and bias time while you were doing math by asking you a question that wasn't to do with the math you're doing. I did already fuck up a little bit. I have my score. That's all right. But I will give you yours in a moment. I could do it if you want to answer my question. <laughs> uh, just ask the question. You don't have to. No, do it. All right. My question is, do the Beach Boys crack any kind of list or even just kind of you know mental ranking of like your favorite bands at this point? Hmm. Like, do they, yeah. That is an do excellent they enter question. that conversation for you now, having heard all of their records? I think if you throw the caveat American on there, I would have to throw them in the ring. I would have to at least bring them up as a topic. Yeah. My favorite bands of all time. I do Parenthetical have... Parenthetical American. Yeah. Oh, I do oh. have a tattoo of one of their That's album true. covers. You do have a Beach Boys tattoo now. That is a great... And I'll all your know. other music tattoos are, as far as I understand, definitely your favorite musicians. Yeah. In a way where you can't argue with a tattoo, PJ. They must be in your top five or six <laughs> groups of all time. I have more Recording than artists. Six you have more than, but six musical ones? Yeah. Count them up. Oh, yeah. I forget the helmet is. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I have like nine. Yeah. Um, Some of them are so oblique, those references. I, I just don't even know what they mean. I fucked up. Your tattoos. That's fine. Wait. I was just going to say they are definitely my favorite American band of all time and are very much up there, like in a top five for me of like favorite recording artists ever. That's fair. Um, yeah. I can like see. Like up there with the Bowies and, and Paul McCartney's of the world. I do now see where that argument can be made. Yeah. Before, I didn't necessarily see that because I'd only heard Pet Sounds, which is phenomenal, and their shitty early stuff. Yeah. Now I fair thing to say. I would Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. Like actually, I mean, uh Beatles aside cuz that doesn't count in the same way Pet Sounds doesn't count. Um maybe actually my favorite band band. Hmm. Cuz like my others are like just artists in a way where it's not a band. Yeah, I guess. So they I, might be. I would put them Top or at least 20. classic, you know, classic rock band. Yeah. Not modern. Come on. They can't hold a candle to a band like Hot Hot Heat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, that took a while, but I'm glad you I got fucked there. up once. So. Only once? Only once. <laughs> it's a lot of albums. All right. What are our career averages? For the Beach Boys. I think you, you will be surprised a little bit. It's going to be either lower or higher than my six, which is what I thought. So. Okay, so mine yeah. is a 4.48. Jesus, mine's going to be lower than I think too then which, probably. Which rounds down to a four. Yeah, Because we don't do... Hap- wow. Yours was exactly five. Wow. Yeah. That feels fair. <laughs> that feels yeah. fine. That's like they are as average as we 
like with I the mean, highs and if lows. you balance it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. then it's just so. a five, and then you're a four because you don't like them slightly more than me, or yeah, dislike yeah. them slightly more than me. So, so. PJ Annie Beach Boys, things Last you need thoughts. to, yeah, we're we're on I, the exit here. We're walking out the door. We are. Um, I got one foot out. You got your ass out the door. Yeah, yeah. I think we, if you have the opinion of the Beach Boys that I had at the beginning or that people would make fun of you for, I say go back and listen to the albums we gave at least a 6 to 7 out of 10. Like those and up. Yeah. Listen to those. And I think if you skip all the shitty stuff, they could certainly be one of your favorite bands. Yeah. Yeah, like Peter was saying. But... Oh, yeah. And I'm not... Yeah, yeah. Saying they're one of my favorite bands. I'm not touching a lot of albums oh, ever yeah. again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it it was a super fun exercise to go through them in this format. Yeah. Like, and it's cool, if you're going to call them your favorite band, to like... Well, actually, here's the other thing. I don't think I would have said that before this show. Yeah. But listening to them through all the highs and lows... You never would have listened to Love You before no. this. Yeah. Yeah. But through all the highs... Or it would have taken me a long time, at yeah. least. But, like, through all the highs and lows actually made me... I mean, it made me hate them more, like, as people, but made me like them more as a band in a weird way where, like... Yeah. Even in the dark, the dark depths, it was like, yeah, but I kind of love these guys still. Yeah. So uh, that has been the this Beach Boys. Truly has this been truly Beach has Boys been Boys. that, and it's done now. We appreciate all the listeners. You can still buy merch. Yeah. I'll uh, put the link in this episode. Yeah, and we will. We are gonna drown like Danny. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna <laughs> in disappear wave. into that wave and never see you guys again. Yeah. And that's just it. Um, unless, unless there's a very special occasion. Yeah, Eugene might let me come say hi sometimes so like we'll see if there's a one-off episode where i get released on my own recognizance for a day or two yeah i'll go get speed from roger mcguinn and then come see you you'll go get speed play a song for 14 hours straight Mm -hmm. and then come see me yeah i think that works man all right well we truly appreciate everybody listening to the podcast that's right and making making us uh yeah you know do this i guess yeah you can still email us at beachboysboys at gmail.com, yeah. password nine. And uh, you can let us know your thoughts. You can let yeah. us know. I mean, there were there are obviously about a dozen more episodes we could do yeah. on the Beach Boys and like related bands and unreleased albums, but yeah. you know, give us some ideas for if we if we ever come back yeah. what we could record about and and what you guys want to hear. So yeah. so yeah. Well all right. Let's take us out, Pete. Right off into that beautiful Pacific Ocean sunset. The Beach Boys boys love you. Back through the opera glass, you see the pit and the pendulum Rush.